Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. 145th Street. Your next stop will be 157th Street. Just stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hello and welcome to the local edition of the podcast that asks the simple question. When you put the piranha in the toilet bowl, what the hell were you thinking? On this Sunday, April 19th, 2015, in the hometown edition of the show, the MTA shows us the middle finger. So stay tuned. What the Hell Are You Thinking podcast is brought to you in part today by the letter A and the number 37. There are no apparent reasons why, but we don't have a sponsor yet, so we're just going to Sesame Street our way through this. If you would like a sponsor, what the hell are you thinking? Really? What the hell are you thinking? Email us at whatthehellpodcast at gmail.com. I mean, shit, I'll take your money. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your conductor speaking. We have been held momentarily by the train's dispatcher. We should be moving shortly. We do not apologize for the inconvenience. Yeah, you heard that right. We do not apologize for the inconvenience. From now on, we are no longer going to apologize and we have nothing to be sorry for. The world is uncertain, it's impossible to be perfect, and you're just going to have to deal with it. How about this, you babies? Every week, people die on the subway tracks, and we never make you deal with it. While you're busy tweeting that the MTA sucks, we're busy scooping dead bodies out of dark tunnels. We are so sorry for the inconvenience. Hey, remember when Sandy happened and we had the trains running again in three days? Y'all forgot about that shit real quick. To be clear, I am not a rogue subway conductor. This is now the official MTA policy. Just tell everyone to be a goddamn adult till the trains start moving. If you don't like it, you could go to some other city with a shittier subway system. Oh, wait, that's every other city in the world. So, on behalf of the entire MTA, fuck you. Also, a reminder that the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, A, C, E, B, D, F, V, N, Q, R, J, M, Z, L, and G trains are not running this weekend. Have fun on our shitty-ass buses instead. Stand clear of the closing door. The New York City subway experience is not unique. There are fine mass transit systems in so many cities across the nation, and a few of them actually go places you might actually want to be. The Washington, D.C. metro is clean and only occasionally plows into a station. Chicago's iconic L, Atlanta's Marta, which is famous for a subway that goes nowhere and does nothing. It's the first time I've come here like nine, ten times. It's the first time I saw that Marta fuck thing. subway to nowhere but hey at least they can say they have a subway new yorkers on the other hand have a far more intimate relationship with our mass transit system which may be the explanation to why so many guys whip out their junk on it but that's probably not the case 
For us, the subway isn't a convenience. It's a way of life. If you live in New York City, particularly and especially if you live in Manhattan, and you need to go any place, you're on the subway. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can walk down below the streets, hop on a train, which in a way can take you anywhere in the world, or at least a neighborhood filled with people from anywhere in the world. But yet, like with all things magical, it can be horrible, with horrible people, and way too many of them. A neophyte New Yorker learns very quickly how to read a subway car, because failure to do so has some hideous consequences. I remember the first time that I spotted an ostensibly empty car during rush hour and darted inside thinking I was the luckiest son of a bitch in the world, only to find out that what I thought was a pile of detritus in the far seat, yeah, that detritus wasn't detritus. It was a human being who smelled as though all the body odor in the entire universe had been distilled into the essence of funk. And I am not talking about a George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic jam. The sporadically populated car during rush hour dart in to find you're at the hot car. And the hot car is one where the air condition is actually reversed and is now pumping out heat connected directly to the surface of the sun. And oh, my friends, if you are truly hashtag blessed, you can indulge in the Subway Jesus experience. The truck is in you! The church is in you! They need Jesus! They need the blood! They need the deliverer! They need the provider! They're going to be a weeping and a wailing! New York! Cities are approached! The righteousness which is a profound spiritual journey of one man or woman's love of the Lord and absolute hatred of the gays, the Jews, or the Muslims, sometimes all of the above, you will often get the Subway Jesus experience on an express train with a particularly long stretch between stations so they really have time to witness without commercial interruption. And if you're truly hashtag blessed, you can get two manic subway preachers and their dueling theologies. And I mean, they both hate the gays, but somehow they hate each other too. Break dancers, candy kids, manspreaders, those fucking mariachi bands, people eating stinky food, hordes of angry teenagers, crying babies, cell phone boomboxes, domestic disturbances, and the occasional random lunatic just stabbing people for no reason. And that's a Thursday. People on the subway are the worst. Except, you know, for the actual entity that runs the entire system. The Metropolitan Transit Authority is basically just a smidge below ISIS when it comes to pure sadism. Not the actual employees who do the work. They're just folks trying to do their job in a city full of people noted for their strong opinions about pretty much everything. No, the system, the faceless entity that drives the wheels of mass transit, who makes decisions that affect millions of people based apparently on the standard of, eh, how can we make a bad situation infinitely worse? And over the past few years, they found a way to make it infinitely worser. 
the trains are running further behind schedule, they're more overcrowded, there are more maintenance shutdowns and diversions, and the fares are going up. I mean, we've paid more for less. It's like those restaurants where you go and you pay an obscene amount of money for this little tiny dab of baby food, and they call it cuisine. Imagine you went to a restaurant like that, and you stood online for hours, just waiting to be seated, and then, when the hostess came around, they wedged you in a table already so crowded that two-thirds of the people were still standing. The server comes around, takes your order, but then changes it without even letting you know what they're going to bring you. It's something you're not even sure what it might be. And, oh, wait, they're going to wait to bring it to you? You don't even know where you're going to get it because, apparently, you're delayed because of food traffic in front of you. Eventually, you'll get to eat. But when you have got it, you have to rush through eating it just like... Because you were supposed to be back at the office like 20 minutes ago. And then you go to pay... And you learn that the prices went up while you were in the restaurant. But really, you don't have a choice. Because it's the only food in town. Oh, you might go out and buy your own food and cook it at home. If you could afford a stove, which you can't. And there's absolutely no place to park it. And this analogy is exactly true. Because owning a car in most of New York City is not an option. Unless you're at least a demi-Trump on the wealth scale. Let me turn this around for folks who just don't grasp the problem with our mass transit system. When our trains just suddenly stop running and we find ourselves standing there trying to figure out how to get from where we are to where we want to go, imagine it was your car and it was only available to you from rush hour Monday through Friday. And if you wanted to use it the rest of the time, some guy walks up to you and says, Oh, oh, hey, your car? Oh, Oh, sorry about that. Hey, we had to move it like 20 blocks away. And uh, yeah, you can only drive it from where we moved it to some other place that you didn't want to go. But it's kind of close to where you wanted to go. But don't worry, because when we get there, we're going to put you on a bus with like 800 other people for a trip that's going to go like at least an hour longer than where you thought you would take you. Uh, But we'll get you sort of close to where you wanted to be. And uh, oh, hey, thanks for buying a Ford. Sure, it's a tough situation. Trains have to run 24-7, and you got to do the work sometimes. The system is way over a century old. It needs constant repair just to keep moving. The MTA tells us their funding from the state is cut again, and frankly, Albany would rather drive into a family of six's living room than just free up money for city and its mass transit. They shoot down any idea for the city to generate money by tolling the bridges or implementing fees for driving inside a certain part of the city. It's easier to find a New York State representative who won't take a bribe than to find one willing to fund the MTA. And we all know unbribable state representatives in the state of New York are as common as Republicans who put policy before politics. So, you know, basically unicorns. Albany, and to a lesser extent New Jersey, which chips in on the MTA, could do something to help. And you know that in 2013, five and a half million people rode the subway every weekday. And almost 6 million people rode it on the weekend. There were 1.7 billion annual rides in 2013. And almost all of those people were in your car on the 6th train that last rush hour. Almost 2 billion human beings using a public utility in a calendar year. But this 
Is it worth kicking in some funding? I mean, how long would it take to have two billion people drive through Albany? Oh, and by the way, MTA? Six billion plus in revenue in 2013. Where the hell did that go? And what did you do with that money? Did you buy a dozen donuts from the donut pub for every person in China and India? Jesus, I'm just asking questions here. <sighs> so we complain about the subway all the time. I hear it from a lot of folks in flyover country, how much New Yorkers complain. Look, I hear you guys go on about in traffic all the goddamn time. And you live in a town with 5,000 people. You're going to come up with me with advice? I mean, I hear it every single time I mention one of the tiny, less flattering aspects of New York life. Why don't you just move? You know, how would you feel if someone constantly came up to you and said, Jesus said, I heard you complain, and I know you've got a home and a life and friends and your job here, but really, what you ought to do is just leave. I know your kids go to school here, but the way you complain about things, you should just go. Fuck your stuff, just leave it. Move to Pango Pango. We got great schools here. And you can get a job in the tuna cannery. I mean, I like it here. It's where my stuff's at. I just want the trains to run on time. And maybe, once in a while, go where they're supposed to go, when they're supposed to go there. I just want the MTA to acknowledge that they actively hate me and are basically fucking with me for sheer entertainment value. Or, you know, just tell me to stop being such a whiny baby and thank me for riding MTA New York City Transit. That's it for this Sunday, April 19th, 2015, and the local edition of What the Hell Were You Thinking? Opening theme music tonight was by the band Hypno State. You can find their music on jamendo.com. You're listening to Watch the Closing Door by the Interboro Rhythm Team and their 1984 Subway Jam. Drops this week from the Magnificent Bastards at Above Average. You can find them on YouTube or AboveAverage.com. There's also a subway conductor on the A-Train, Lewis Black, and a manic subway preacher. Hey, you can now actually find this very podcast on iTunes. So subscribe, rate, and rant. There will be a website in the near future because apparently I'm a masochist. Thanks for listening, and hey, we'll see you next week. Stand clear of the closing doors. You in the back. You with the backpack. We see you're holding everybody up. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.